Some people are really into that. <coughs> some people are weird. ASMR. That is not ASMR. Yeah. I feel like when it is you're for hungry, some people. Hmm? Hungry ASMR. Like, oh, what? Listening what? to people listen smack to their food. food. So good. No, no. It's like Such oh, listen food. to the rustling leaves or listen to like the sound of like vegetables Girl's being lips chopped. Going. That's a different kind of guy. That's, that's ASMR. No. Is, is that ASMR for you? What does no, ASMR just, stand for? Uh, Audio. Sensory. Think? Here, I'm looking it up right now. ASMR. Audio sensory. Audio, autonomous sensory meridian response. Meridian. Meridian. A term used for experience characterized by a static like or tingling sensation on the skin. Huh. So it's anything that gives you like the chills up your back. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like listening sounds. listening to good classical music or, or any music that like gives you that. Okay, there is a lot of music that gives me that. Yeah. Usually because of the stupid music video going on in my head, but <laughs> there are also a lot of people who get that same response from being like, oh man, listen to this person like whisper softly into the microphone. And it's kind of weird. Or like that is kind of weird. No, I mean, like, like the little teeth on your comb. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Which, I, I mean, you know, if folks want to have fun however they want, go for it. I'm just saying, like, I don't get that satisfaction listening to you chew your pasta into the mic. Yeah, that's probably fair. Yeah. I should probably stop that before we do our intro. Speaking of which, why don't we go ahead and do that intro? Hi, I'm Josh. I'm an analyst here in Nashville, and uh, I have tiny hands. Hi, I'm Rick Fox. I'm an aspiring author, and my superpower is really more of a disability now that I think about it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Brian. I'm an illustrator here in Nashville, and something, something, fourth wall break. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we're opinionated. And today we're watching Deadpool. Deadpool came out in 2016. It currently has an 83 on Rotten Tomatoes. It was directed by Tim Miller, and it stars Ryan Reynolds, Karen Sony, Ed Screen, Michael Ben-Yair, and many others. A fast-talking mercenary with a morbid sense of humor is subjected to a rogue experiment that leaves him with accelerated healing powers and a quest for revenge. Dun-dun-dun! I feel like Deadpool is kind of the labor of love for Ryan Reynolds. It definitely like, is. Because he initially played Weapon X or, or Wade Wilson, he the played, character who is Deadpool. He, he played a character that was Deadpool in name only in Wolverine Origins. And right. it was really, really bad. But And everyone who loved Deadpool got super pissed off about it. Oh, yeah, it. extraordinarily. And But on the bright side, you know, this was the thing, I think, that gave Ryan Reynolds a love for the character. And ever since then, he was on sort of a quest to get this movie made. And thank goodness he did, because this movie is yeah. awesome. Yeah, well, and and, is it, and there were a lot of people that wanted to make it a PG-13 movie, and he was very, like, he fought hard to make it an R-rated movie, which you kind of need with Deadpool. Absolutely. He's got a lot of crude humor. He's got a lot of violence. You need a lot of violence to really make yeah. Deadpool work, yes. And, and the other good thing is that, you know, because of this, we saw that, you know, rated R movies could work. And so we got Logan. So that also was awesome. Yes. I it, Only good things came from it. Yeah, uh, literally only. Uh, well, you know, we haven't seen the sequel yet. So sure. But <laughs> hopefully only good things came from it. <laughs> I went and saw this in theaters with friends and was kind of blown away by how much I enjoyed it. Um, oftentimes, crude humor is hit or miss for me. Like... I think I think there's definitely times when it's really funny and it, if it's executed well, it works. And Deadpool is an example of that. There's other times when it just feels like taking the easy way out and like lazy joke writing. And and because of that, I it, it, it doesn't always work for me. But in this in this movie, it, it really does. The, the comedy is on point and the action's on point And I feel like they treat the character with the. They, Respect they, isn't the word, but you it, know it's really not. But they they take it as seriously as it's needed. Where because I feel like it would have been really easy to to overdo fourth wall breaks or to overdo him constantly cutting up. But I feel like they balance it like almost perfectly. They managed to make him really funny in a way that would be really annoying if there was more of this, but isn't actually annoying in the movie. Right. Yeah. Was he Weapon X before he was? Um... Weapon X, Weapon X is the project that made him and, uh, oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, so he did Yeah, do, I see what you're asking yeah. now. Yeah, yes. I believe that he, that happened before Green Lantern. So which, it was like a... Good Lord, Green Lantern was bad. We've never the, seen you it. You think it was worse than his 
in uh, Wolverine Origins. Ryan Reynolds did fine in Wolverine Origins. It's just yeah, that, that well, character was in terrible. the moments he was allowed to talk. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, the the over- merc with the mouth. They eventually. Do, you know what's going to be great for this character in the end if we don't let him talk. Yes. Pretty hilarious, right? Oh man. Um, Look at all the jokes he can express with his eyebrows. Right. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, like I think that no. Now that I think about it, Green Lantern is just a bad movie. Wolverine Origins is a really, really bad movie. So I would. Put, it is better than Green Lantern. You haven't seen Green Lantern, and I still feel justified in making that statement because I enjoyed Wolverine Origins, but everything I, I've ever seen or heard about I Green Lantern would, was bad. I think you would probably get less enjoyment out of Green Lantern because it's sort of that mediocre. This is just boring, bad, yeah. rather than fun, bad. The way yeah. that Wolverine Origin can be, but yeah. I think that Wolverine Origins is the worst movie. Thereby making it more enjoyable. If okay, okay, I, okay, I, yeah. I, I might, yeah. I might be again never seen Green Lantern. It's, it's I'd the, be willing to accept that Wolverine Origins is the worse yet more entertaining movie. It's, it's the age-old question of what is worse, like something that's actually really, really bad but kind of fun to laugh at, or something that's just boring. And I think in, in at least in this case, I'm I would put boring as less entertaining, though it's a more coherent and and thought-out movie in some ways. It's just ultimately kind of dull. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm. We're not watching that. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> no. Uh, we may go back and do a X Men trilogy, and or, or I guess it's not trilogy. There's what like six mo- six of those X Men something like that. Six of those. There's a lot of them. Are Wolverine's movies? I mean, are there other X Men movies that aren't Wolverine movies besides like this one? I mean, there are there are movies that don't that were called X Men that only had Wolverine in them briefly. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's the there's the three X, the X X one, two, and three. There's the Wolverine Origins movie, and then we have like there's first X-Men class, first class, that kind of thing. But the, he was in first class. He was only briefly in like yeah. it's a cameo in first class, and I think he's no Days of Future Past. He was a lot in. Anyway, yeah, he was. Anyway, my my whole point in bringing it up is we may go see those eventually. But yes. For right now, we're we're watching Deadpool. We're kind of we're doing this in anticipation of Deadpool two, which is coming out real soon. Yes. Um, I've only seen a few of the trailers for that. It looks like it's going to be fun. Yeah. I have avoided the trailers just because I haven't looked them, searched them out. But the little bits that I have seen I have looked really fun. Like I, yeah. I like the idea of is it Josh Brolin as Cable? Mm-hmm. I really hope that he gets Thanos and a really awesome Cable like back to back. That would be amazing. Yes, and, and and what I've seen from the trailers, he looks legit in this mm. movie. So. I wonder if they drop any like Thanos jokes in that movie. I'd be surprised if Deadpool doesn't make Thanos jokes. That would be good. I'm pretty sure he does in one of the trailers. Oh, does he? I think he makes that joke in one of the trailers. Hmm. Okay. That'll be fun. Well, I'm looking forward to watching that, and I'm looking forward to watching Deadpool tonight. So uh, you guys want to go watch it? it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Back in a minute. I didn't ask to be super, and I'm no hero. But when you find out your worst enemy is after your best girl, the time has come to be a fucking superhero. Right up Main Street. Hear the music. We can't allow this Deadpool. I don't have time for your X-Men bullshit, Colossus. Besides, nobody's getting hurt. That guy was up there before we got here. Knock, knock, open I played a lot of roles. Damsel in distress ain't one of them. Time to make the chimmy fucking changas. Diapers, food, and clothes, maybe? Because yeah. babies do have a tendency to soil themselves. It's going to be summer. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, baby can get a little tan. I rang around naked lies. As an infant? I mean, up to a, like... As a toddler? More. What? Like... Nine? I assume you had to be running around to be able to be... Like, well, I mean, I was wearing naked. briefs. Like, I was m- pretty much naked, but I mean... My my point is that you were at least like three while this is happening, not newly born. I think it would be more appropriate to be naked as a baby. Yeah, but less appropriate to be working on your tan outside. Yeah, it depends on, you know, if mom's outside. As long as she's out there with you, it's cool. Or put a weight on it. A weight on it? Yeah, like one of those little ball and chains. What, what are you just so it can't roll away or so it can't be stolen by a hawk? Yes. <laughs> I mean, either way, really. That's <laughs> both, both are valid. <laughs> Look, look, Robin, the baby is now eagle-proof. <laughs> right, see? It's perfect. <laughs> I mean, we have had to worry about Lady being snatched by something in the air before. Mm-hmm. When she was a little, little tiny baby. 
Yeah. Yeah. So there you Puppy, go. Puppy, not baby. So when you're out, so when you're out walking your infant child to go pee and poo, yeah. just make sure to keep a close eye on it. Right. Exactly. Take it with the dogs. It's just a third leash, really. Yeah. Just always carry. Hey, it's a boy. I mean, it's not like I can't just hold it out and open the diaper and it will pee. Will it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it's an infant, so you could do that with a boy or a girl. Yeah, but I feel like it's weirder with a girl. Because I don't know. It's just weird. Because it's not like a spigot. Yeah. You there's, can get one of those. There's cleanup involved with a girl. There should be cleanup involved with both. Not if you're peeing. Not if you're gagging. It's a baby. What's it going to do? Dribble. Yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't know pressure kick control. Its fe- kick its feet through so the stream. Wait a sec. <laughs> okay, that's valid. It's a baby. <laughs> okay, so I'll hold it by the feet. <laughs> dribble that then dribble becomes much more of a problem <laughs> now you've got now you've got to clean the whole top half of it i guess you could hold it like vertical. Catty cor- okay hold okay. a catty corner one arm there's, one leg look there's a hose outside it'll be fine i'll take care of it yeah yeah that's well, what you no, do right hose them down no even better just put them in a sack of rice eventually all the, it'll drain all the liquid out and you'll be fine you'll be good to go it will start working again God, Jamie, I hope you listen to this later and and uh, hear this part. Which one, Jamie? <laughs> My baby. Oh, baby Jamie? Yeah, his name will be Richard James, but we're probably going to call him Jamie. Hopefully this for- this format will be obsolete by the time he can listen to this. I mean, I'm okay with him listening to it. I mean, I do say bad words on here sometimes, but I'm sure I'll have said some bad yeah, words. Yeah, Jamie, don't say these words. You've definitely heard your parents say several times before now. You've probably learned them from your mother, let's be honest absolutely <laughs> she is much less she is much less good at controlling her uh vocabulary shall S- we say S- speaking of vocabulary there's a lot of that in this movie yeah there is good night uh it earns its r rating <laughs> yeah just just a little bit was it the part where he was masturbating with the unicorn that tipped you off to that Th- there was that. There that was, was def- animated. I think that. Uh... No, that wasn't animated. It's when he's like zipping back through recording, and he's like, "Oh, yeah, you're yeah, not yeah, supposed yeah. to see that." Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's got his masturbating Crocs on and his little stuffed unicorn. Yeah, is it bad that the first thing I thought of when I saw that like brief glimpse was I thought of Captain Boomerang? I actually from, thought the uh, same thing from Suicide Squad. I I wonder if that was a reference in Suicide Squad that just didn't go anywhere. Like a reference to Deadpool? Yeah. Different franchises. Well, yeah, but like. You can, you can make refer- you can yeah. make something that oblique of a reference. I I guess he, he but, made but, the green. It would make reference. more sense than the way it is used in that movie. I'm pretty sure it's just a thing for Captain Boomerang. No, they do it really okay. So they clearly do the the rule of three thing with with that. You can go watch. Uh, yeah. Uh, his name's Dan Olson. I think he's foldable human on YouTube. He has a whole video on Suicide Squad, and it's worth your time. But he they, in that movie they do the thing where it's like okay, we establish the the unicorn as a thing when yeah. it comes up in his deal and then we re you know remind the audience that the unicorn is there when you know they do the thing where he pulls it out make sure it's safe and puts it back in his shirt yeah. and then later in the movie when someone throws a knife at him and you think he's dead for a minute or you know if you're three you think he's dead if you're an adult you're like okay he's clearly alive sure he pulls out well the i knife. don't know slipknot died earlier in that movie oh yeah yeah that wasn't telegraphed at all um but <laughs> they they he pulls out the knife and it's got a wad of cash on the end of it. Not the unicorn. Not the unicorn. No. Even though the unicorn was clearly established to be in that spot over his heart. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, it's very they badly They failed the rule of threes. They, they very bla- badly handled it. So, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I still think it's a little bit of a stretch to try and... To say Look, I'm trying, trying to give that movie in. anything that I it can. It doesn't deserve any more credit. Deadpool is a fantastic movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> more movies should reference it. <laughs> okay. Going into Deadpool now that we've had our brief stint on Suicide Squad. Uh, I don't ever want to talk about that again, but I'm sure I will. Um, what? Okay, so it's for me, it's kind of hard to pick specific critiques of this movie uh, because it's because the critiques that I have are just uh, personal taste. Yeah, there are fair. some of the fourth wall breaks that seem too over the top and too hammy for me. But that's just again, that's just personal taste. It's that's not fair. really something that I can fault the movie for. Yeah. Um. So I. I guess I want to lead in with what what did you see in the movie that didn't work for you? Because I think that's going to be a lot shorter discussion than what did work. I think that this movie's big strength is in see, when it, it came out. See, it failed already. I'm <laughs> no, trying to talk I'm, about I'm its get, weaknesses. I'm getting there. <laughs> its big strength is when it was released and the fact there was nothing like it at the time. And I wonder if, you know, sort of like how, in my mind, Iron Man has faded a lot from its initial glory. 
this movie will fade if we get more good R-rated superhero movies going forward. Um, I mean, I think this and Logan have kind of opened the door for that to be a possibility. Uh, maybe also Kingsman has, has contributed to that, because I think you could put that in a similar category with this movie. Kingsman has... Uh, another thing I'd say is I feel like the, the humor is... It feels like an R-rated version of the same style of humor that we got in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, absolutely. Um but I wonder, like I said, if this is going to kind of not be as good with time. I don't tend to enjoy it as much each time I enjoy, I watch Deadpool. it. Like there are yeah. jokes that land every time for me, but there are you know ones that get a little more old. Well, and and I feel like the reason behind the reason for that is that a good portion of the jokes rely on shock humor. Yes. Yeah. And once you've been shocked and know that it's coming up later, the shock is no longer there. And so then it's just kind of, it, it doesn't still, work as well. It's still funny if you're a three-year-old like me. But, you know, uh, I, 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 the, the humor is lessened by knowing the punchline. And that's unfortunately yeah. true of most jokes. And this movie relies very heavily on its humor, as it should. Um, one other uh, thing that I noticed this time around um, that I bring up is that this Deadpool is... I don't want to say kid-friendly. He's not as dark as he kind of really could be. Like, the comic Deadpool is a lot darker in a lot of ways. Uh, this one is kind of very traditional hero in a lot of ways. You know, he's he's got a, a good girlfriend. He's nice to her. You know, he, you know, yeah. they have a good, wholesome, in a interesting way, relationship between the two of them. He is, he is on, he's trying to protect his true the, love. Wholesome you know? in that they love each other. There not is in love. That yeah. The activities they, they do he's, together are inherently wholesome. <laughs> they read I mean, together. Having sex uh -huh. is pretty wholesome. Sure. Sure. Their form <laughs> of sex probably isn't that wholesome. I mean, it's not bad. They aren't like active. They are not abusive in any way. Okay. No, look, I look, see what that's fine. No, yeah. again, nothing wrong with that, but I'm saying like, it's not like they're going out and rescuing puppies together. Like, no, but, you know, Deadpool Deadpool can function and usually does in the comics in a way that is kind of... Chaotic neutral? Yeah, like he is not a good guy. You know, he, he he's not doing that thing at the that he's doing at the beginning of the movie where he's like, uh-uh, I'm not a hero, even though I clearly just did the, the a really good thing and was nice to these people in a way that a mercenary in my job probably wouldn't be. Like, yeah. he, he would have probably killed that kid. The oh, pizza yeah. guy at the beginning. Yeah. And yeah. done it in a really goofy, funny way, the way yeah. he does most of the people in this movie that he killed. But like in a lot of situations, Deadpool is a lot more pathetic and a lot more you know, the butt of the joke than I feel like this Deadpool is. This Deadpool is occasionally the butt of the joke, but a lot more times he is, it's sort of self-deprecating humor as much as anything. You know, it's, it's, he's making the joke at his own expense. And a lot of times he is actually pathetic and actually kind of, uh, uh darker, you know, like he is well, I, murdering people and doing it, you know, casually for fun. And I'm curious cause I, I haven't read any of the Deadpool comics. Um, does he normally direct? I know that he breaks the fourth wall and talks to the reader, mm -hmm. but does he direct where where the comic goes as much? Because I feel like he definitely does that in this movie, where he he is like, okay, I'm showing you this. Now I'm I'm going to set up the fact that we're going to cut back, it and depends. then we're going to come back to where I am now. Like he, it's almost like he's. Mm -hmm. foe the director of the movie right which is actually something i kind of wanted to get into but in in the comics sometimes yes i think okay. uh there's there's ones where he does that other ones it's more just you know he's got the little thought bubbles and they are directly addressing the reader or sometimes just actively talks to the reader out loud and yeah. other people are like what is he doing um but that is actually an interesting thing that this is so much from deadpool's perspective and i wonder if something that they'll do in the sequel is that they'll kind of show that this movie is Deadpool's version of events and it was actually even like more messed up than this actually yeah. was. I, yeah. I, I, could, I could definitely see that being a way that they, they go with it since this one kind of opened the door for R-rated movies and they know the next one will make a profit so they could probably go a little harder with that one. I feel like they're gonna. I mean, they kind of have to. Like, that's sort of the whole thing of shock humor. But I'm very curious to see what direction they could take it because that's the other thing about Deadpool is that you kind of, even when he is the the more pathetic or, you know, gross version of him in the comics, you do still end up a lot of times rooting for the guy because there is actually, in a lot of cases, depending on who's writing him, that little spark of goodness that you kind of want to root for, even as he's doing horrible things sometimes. He's, so, an, he's the anti-hero. He, he, mm. he is an anti-hero, but not in the way that you're, like, probably thinking with, like, Wolverine, where they're all grim and broody and no, that. No, he's just sure. actually an asshole and a bad person, but sometimes he does the right thing, and you kind of root for him to do so 
so like when it's Grinch. clear that he needs to. Like yeah, he's more the Grinch yeah. than he is like, you know, 90s anti-hero. Sure. Jim so yeah. Carrey's the Grinch. Yeah. Ex- yeah. Haven't seen it. Oh my really? gosh. It never looked good. I've seen like it's the first so twenty minutes. We the first twenty minutes like eight times and be like, "This is terrible." Christmas it's this year. Jim it's happening. Carrey. I hate that movie. I'm sorry. I hate the first twenty minutes of that. Okay, movie. I was gonna say you haven't seen the movie. It doesn't count. I've seen the first twenty minutes several times. I, I like that movie. Mm. I don't know if it's as good as the like old animated one, but I still like it. It's I've seen dumb. the old animated one. It's really dumb, but I just kind of like it. It's one of my. It's, that might be a guilty pleasure for me, maybe. Yeah. I don't know if I feel any guilt about it though. <laughs> then it's not a guilty pleasure. I don't feel guilt about the things I enjoy. <laughs> so, sometimes you should, Rick. Maybe I should. That's what <laughs> I just say with that. It could be a guilty pleasure, but he <laughs> I does don't not feel bad about it. Exactly. <laughs> like when murderers recognize that they're not supposed to be murdering, but they still murder. <laughs> I'm an like, inter- Ooh, but I just love it so much. Yeah, I I'm a murder. I'm an, <laughs> I'm an entertainment sociopath. All right. Um. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I, I would ag- I would agree that from from the way Deadpool has been described to me, because again I, I haven't read the comics, but the way you and several other friends have described him, it does seem like for all its R ratedness, which there's plenty, he is I, wacky. I, I can't say tamer because I, I don't have anything to compare it to, but I guess a kinder Deadpool in this one. A little bit, yeah. I mean, like. Take the take the stuff that he does with Blind Al, for example, in this movie. In the actual Deadpool comics, he has set like you know sharp objects all around the house for that little blind old lady to you know stumble into mm-hmm. for kicks and giggles. Like that's just a thing that has happened. So you know he's kind of a jerk to her, but it's much tamer than it than it is in in comic form. In this movie, he's he's yes. a jerk to her, but yes, yeah, like he's but, mostly just like verbally teasing her. Exactly, well. yes. If he's not kidnapped her and kept her in that house, which is entirely possible, <laughs> which is because that's what he did in the comics. <laughs> they do they do reference that she's like answered a Craigslist ad. Yes. At least. So, so, you know, she's clearly at least got a reason to be there or something. Yes. Oh, uh, uh, one, one of the other one of the other criticisms that I have for the movie is the villain. Uh, yes. Um, there's a lot of cool scenes with him. Um, I like the fi- I like the choreography of the final fight yes. between the two. I would agree with that. I think it's just I think it's really really well done. Mm-hmm. But the choreography carries it, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. But it's but it does not. It is in a- spite Ajax, of other yeah. Things. Ajax is not inherently an interesting character. At not all. at all. No. And um, his sidekick is even less of an interesting character. I, I don't know her name. Having her there, I kind of like Angel? the sidekick more than I like him. She's got a little more Angel. I don't yeah. know if I want to say personality. Uh, she's got no. She does not. She, she has she has a single stone face throughout I'll put it the this entire way. movie. She provides the opportunity for some really funny jokes, and I don't feel like that is the same of Ajax. I think she fills her archetype really well. Yes, and but Ajax isn't a good villain, so I like put him a few pegs down, even though she's technically a blander character. She fits her spot better. I don't really know any uh, Deadpool villains. I, I see him interact with other people's villains a lot, but I don't really... I don't know that he has his own, really. Yeah, but, but sure. I feel like they could have had other people's villains in this. Heck, they pulled in a couple of the X-Men. Let him have an X-Men villain. Yeah, that's fair. Like, I mean, he doesn't need to have a, this is a Deadpool villain. I mean, he it, can it, have any villain and it will work. Though it is a question of like who they have the rights to and what they can do with that. Sure. Plus, My, it's like his first movie that I think they probably want to establish him with. His lesser Deadpool villain. They are kind of pulling the, the the Marvel thing of having a character who is similar in some ways of, you know, he can just ignore damage theoretically, which, okay, let me get into that for a second, because this is the thing that actually annoys me about Ajax. I don't really mind that he's a bad villain, even though he is a bad villain, um, but his power is apparently he has enhanced reflexes and he can't feel pain. That's which, fine which is as an not idea. The same as ignoring all damage done. Yes, exactly. And he has a lot of damage done to him through this movie, and he should not be able to function at the high level at which he does. Even if he can't feel pain, there is damage to the structure of his body. Therefore, you cannot function. Like it's it's not an issue of oh you can't do that because the pain is stopping you that's a part of it yes but the reason pain exists is it's to limit your body from hurting itself further and so you shouldn't do those things but if you turn that off your body still has limitations that it can't overcome and like if someone like, has stabbed you repeatedly you're going to bleed out and be weaker if my arm gets cut off i can't just because i can't feel pain doesn't mean i get to still use that arm it's still missing yes like you can't use that hand or if someone stabs you in the leg and cuts a lot of your muscle there you're not gonna be at a hundred percent effective at least with this have with a it. limp yeah 
So that annoys the crap out of me. Also, he seems to have super strength, even though that's not in the list of powers he gave. But so, he only gave like a short. Maybe he just didn't want to give away all his powers. Maybe. Or I guess maybe, that's fine. He, yeah. He's probably just related to Dom from uh, Fast and Furious. I mean, that's also possible. He does. He is blonde. He or did, not blonde. He, blonde, he, is, he bald. is bald. <laughs> yes, that's the word I was looking for. He's bald, bald and kind of a jerk. Blonde. Bald is the new blonde. And yeah. very, very bland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he is related to Dom. That yeah. actually makes it, he's just he did, Dom. He just shrugs off, that. shrugs off damage. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that, that uh, fits. He, Except yeah. for that, you know, bullet to the head at the end. I would, I would say that I think I enjoy the jokes at his expense more than the ones with Angel. Yes. Um, I, I enjoy the running joke about his name and the fact that it does actually bother him yeah. more than maybe the things, like most of the things about Angel, but the other things about him that he's just so boring just take him down a lot of pegs for me. Yeah. He he is, but I do, but I still think that his sadistic nature kind of balances well against how flippant Deadpool is. Yeah. I would agree with that. It, he he provides Deadpool with the opportunity to make a lot of wisecracks. I guess you yeah. could, you could put it that way. Well, and and I think that's because I think that their their personalities balance well against each other. I think the biggest problem I have is that he is not in he he's not a villain that's entertaining to watch. Um, there are too many superhero movies where it kind of boils down to our superpowers are that I can punch hard. And so we're just going to have a punching fest like within the gambit of available super superhumans. Mm-hmm. There are so many cool ones that can do cool things. And there, if you just came are, up with one that's cool, you could just give him a stupid name and put him yeah. in this movie. Or you could even change who Ajax is and give him a couple cool powers. We don't care. I mean, yeah. they might've done that. I don't know what Ajax's powers are. They didn't give him cool ones. No, he did. They didn't. I mean, they gave him ones that fit for what he needed to be. I mean, making him a evil Deadpool is a that's a weird evil way to put it. Yeah, a, a a more sadistic and traditionally evil Deadpool is sure. A but that good goes into the same old problem that. that we have where in just about every single superhero movie. Well, that's not the problem. It's not the problem that they're doing that. It's that they're doing it badly. I mean, we yeah. all loved uh, the guy from Black Panther. Um. Killmonger? Yes, him. I was going to say Warmonger, and I knew that was wrong. Kilgore? <laughs> yeah, Kilgore. Kill whatever. Something. Yeah. All the different names would come up with that guy for accident. Kill guy. Yes, Killmonger. Like, he's exactly the evil archetype of T'Challa. But, but again, but again I, I loved there. him because of because of how well written that character exactly. was and how so well acted that character what was. What I'm saying is that... Not because I thought that, like... His powers were cool. Right. That, but that's what I'm saying is that it's not an issue in all those Marvel movies that the guy is the evil version of the good guy. It's that they don't bother to give him opportunity to be interesting or uh, give him good writing, you know, to, to build a character on. Like, I, I don't I, know what Ajax was. Was he supposed to be a doctor because he wore a doctor's jacket? Was he just like in charge of torturing people? Was he a mercenary? <laughs> like what? Head torturer in charge? Yeah. Like what was he? What just was a mad deal? scientist, I think. I guess he didn't look like know. a scientist. He never really. He had the lab coat briefly. Yeah, that's it. He had a lab coat and Deadpool pulled out his dry cleaning of that. So I like to think that it's just like a costume he was putting on for no reason. Like, it's just, <laughs> I guess I'll wear this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, going back to what makes a villain interesting or not, because you, you brought up Killmonger. I, I don't just like, yes, at the very least, we should have a, a villain that is well-written and well-acted. Like, that that at least will provide some baseline interest and entertainment. That is, that that we can at least say is a good character. Mm-hmm. But I want more than that. I want I want more than just, here is a guy who who is... Standing in front of the ...a well-created character. I want someone who also has cool abilities. This is These are superhero movies... Sure. I want to see superheroes. I don't want. I'm down th- for there, that. There's enough action movies that resort to just punching. You're in the category of superhero. I want to see punching, but also you can fly and turn your fists into anvils or um, use fire or something. Yeah, I can. I can kind of see that. I just, I'm the 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 way that he uses the powers that he has, which are not the powers that he states he has. Uh, I don't mind that. I enjoy the fight scenes between between him and Wade. Wilson. I enjoy the so, fight scenes. You know, as I don't well. know why I called him Wade Wilson, <laughs> Mister Wilson. Right. Yes. I, I I enjoy the fight scenes as well. But again, it feels like Deadpool feels like the superhero. Right. He's mm-hmm. got the superhero, uh, you know, reflexes. He's got the slow motion when he's shooting dudes or right. slicing them. 
Ajax is also supposed to have Which, these superhuman reflexes, and it. we don't really see anything other than he's pretty fast. Well, he, does, he can keep up with. He Deadpool. can keep, keep up, up with Deadpool. With he's yeah. obviously better than him. Like you, martial you, arts wise, sure. Yeah, and that I think is what they were going for: is that he is just a baseline better fighter than Deadpool. It didn't seem like it was an uphill enough battle for Deadpool, though. Like if he was, I know he was like a navy. What was he? A mercenary or he a, was a black ops mercenary but, yeah. type character. Yeah. Well, but. but I guess my point is that it felt like Deadpool was the we have a superhero fighting against a action hero, yes. not a, not a not a superhero. A Punisher, right? I could see that, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and that and that's the problem that I have. Okay, is I want it to be superhero versus supervillain, or or at least something along those yeah. lines, right? right? Yeah, and it, it doesn't feel that way. I do it agree. feels like Ajax could be the villain in any number of different action franchises and it wouldn't have to be this one there is actually a james bond villain that is just a guy who can't feel pain so that's exactly <laughs> exactly right like I-, I wanted more from this villain i wanted him to be cooler hit angel very clearly had powers again it was just kind of she could hit harder yeah, but when she's, she's fighting against colossus that at least feels more superhero-y when she's like punk- smashing like, yeah she's stuff around smashing cars yeah. to him or something like that right like it feels like it fits in this movie more than our main villain i can kind of agree with that i, I the the big issue for me is that there doesn't seem to be a realistic way that ajax could ever really finally win this because whatever he does deadpool's just gonna heal and come back later and try again and if you have an infinite number of attempts eventually you will succeed Right, but but again, he's already talked about having super super reflexes and speed and that kind of thing. Have you guys played the new God of War at all, mm-hmm. Rick? You have. Mm-hmm. Um, I want him to to fight like Balder. Okay. okay, yeah, I can see that. Right, where it's like it's punching and it's fast. It's not the Flash level fast, but right. you can tell like okay, he's got speed that is not just he's a fast human. And right? I think that actually goes to what Brian was saying. If this felt like. Uh, a thing where the, uh, let me start that over if this felt like a, a fight where Deadpool was going up against overwhelming odds it would mitigate that fact that he can have an, a ridiculous number of attempts because he does sort of have a limited amount of time with that he can't which do they it try for literally do, forever yeah which they so, try to do with his girlfriend being in danger yeah so if it just felt like he could he couldn't just keep trying and trying and trying this guy was just way way above his league even though deadpool is extremely powerful in terms of you know his level i think that that would work a lot better it would feel a lot more satisfying when deadpool does finally overcome and and win this fight i agree i agree um those are really my two big complaints about the movie oh, yeah yeah I'm, I'm really worried that we're just gonna you know sit here and and talk about how good this movie is for the next like 10 minutes well, and then I, run out of things and, to say <laughs> and that, that's kind of why i wanted to start with the complaints that we had because it, it does have things that it could improve and things that i hope they improve in the sequel um but on to the things we love because man this is just a fun movie let's start with opening moment one that montage of just him you know it's him like no, the still motion of the, the, cr- moving, the opening credits yes yeah. of it moving through the car as it's you know being in mid flip you know and all the crazy stuff and i love all the little references that are scattered throughout that you know uh, like the the sexiest man alive with ryan reynolds on there the, the, the green, green lantern, lantern yeah, yeah. And i love how many shots this movie takes at green lantern and at uh uh Wolverine, Wolverine origins. origins yes mm-hmm. that's every time that happens it makes me laugh even now <laughs> uh it, it's a great opening sequence and i and i appreciate that they started us off with this sequence of deadpool against a whole bunch of dudes because eventually they're gonna have to go into his origin mm-hmm. right they're gonna have to go into oh here's wade wilson just kind of a normal mercenary and how does he become deadpool right and man that can now they make it entertaining because it's very it's filled with jokes, right? Yes. But in most movies, that is the dull part before you get to your hero having powers. I think I'm the only person that likes that kind of thing. I like well, they're done bad, but I like some of them. Some some of them are okay, but eventually it just gets. Eventually, I get tired of origin, origin story fatigue, right? Because I get it. Oh, someone close to you is gonna die, or you get hurt and you barely survive, right? Okay, there's the two different types of superhero origin stories. It's I get fair. tired of seeing the same origin story like Spider-Man over and over. Like, I know. 
I know how this happens already. I oh, look, know. you're having breakfast with Uncle Ben. I sure hope you don't leave in a huff because you'll don't regret do it later. do anything mean to him now. <laughs> Bruce, I know you're leaving the theater early, but I wonder what will happen when you go into that dark alley. <laughs> I have no idea. You I should probably seen this exit times. to the main doors on the main street. Uh, yeah. Those, Take your limo, rich people. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> those no, are the we, two. No, we, we insist on walking home through back this alleys. This is my city. I love Gotham. Gotham. <laughs> I, li- I like the idea that Thomas Wayne can't remember what city he lives in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making this a beggar place with our new transit system. I love uh, poor town. Our city. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like there is a certain amount of origin story fatigue. Yes. And and I think that they did a really good job here by giving us a, a good, um, not just a snippet, but like a solid scene with Deadpool being actiony and awesome at the very yes, beginning. I do agree. Before before getting into how did this happen because it does take a fair minute to go through his origin story part. Yeah. And to be fair, it's an origin story that for the that I didn't see coming when I walked in the theater. Well, yeah. It's um, not it's not a super well-known one like Batman or Superman or Spider-Man. A very sex-oriented origin. Right. Story. That, and that's more <laughs> what I'm talking about rather than the part where he actually gets his powers because that is straight from the comics of he got taken in because he had cancer he went to a he got uh, tortured into having powers not a sort of yes um essentially uh what it was is he had cancer and he didn't have some you know really nice pretty lady that he was romantically entangled with he just was like well i guess i better figure out a way around this and (laughs) cancer sucks don't want that yeah don't want to die and Uh so he went to this program and they were like yeah we'll give you superpowers and stuff And then they torture him for a long time and eventually kill him. And I think that's when death became his girlfriend, which is a thing that happens in the comics. Is oh, It took a while. I, I believe it depends. Like, I mean, it's been told several yeah. times and yeah. he's not exactly a reliable person when it comes to his memories. Uh, I, oh, with the cancer I like, eating his brain yeah. and getting regenerated and all that. And also him being a sarcastic ass. Right. Yeah. But I, I like this version of origin story that we get. Yes, yes. At least. I agree. I, I really like Marina Baccarin just to begin with, mainly because she was in Firefly, and I'm a big Firefly fan. But in general, I enjoy her when she's on, on screen, and she's a fun presence, and I think it's impressive that she is able to keep up with Ryan Reynolds. She's just as funny as he, as he is. Like yeah. she, she keeps up with that humor, and, and it plays off her really, really well. They, they, they definitely balance against each other really well. And, and man, Ryan Reynolds was born for this role absolutely yeah which again he fought for it super hard mm-hmm. but he just he does it right yes exactly I, I think that's why everyone was so excited and then so disappointed about his uh performance in wolverine origins i mean yeah. well not his performance but the, the way that his character was written in that um, i like that there's even a little reference to that in this uh, yeah. one. Yes. he's got like a little uh, wolverine origins action figure X action figure yeah. yes that that is great and when the ajax says he's going to sew his mouth up he's like you don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I, I love all the all like and the other thing where it's like, please don't make the C- CGI in green. Um, right. You know, all the just all those references to to Green Lantern and Wolverine Origins are are always funny to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I do want to bring up is that uh, with him and is it Vanessa? Is that her name in this movie? I think so. We'll call her Vanessa. Sure. Um, it may be wrong, but we're going to go with it. Uh, whenever he and Vanessa are on screen together, they have genuine chemistry. They're fun to watch. And so at the end of the movie, when there are various things that would keep them apart, you actually do want them to get back together. It's not sort of the just obligatory, uh, you know, superhero and his romantic interest that a lot of times show up in movies. And and it definitely it definitely still has the, oh, you know, they're going to get back together at the end. Oh, yeah, they, oh, you yeah. absolutely do. But, but, it is, but I also like that it is not necessarily the, you know running across the field in rain reunion like the first thing she does when she sees him again is like you asshole and she just like starts punching him (laughs) yes exactly um i like that and i also well to be honest i could see this movie or at least a different maybe deadpool movie going this far and then having her going oh you're disgusting running away like i could actually see that happening and it being funny but I don't want that to happen at the end of the movie because even if it would be funny, I I do want these two back together for whatever reason they have that that good chemistry that I I, I mentioned. Like it's just it works and I enjoy it. So you know, yeah, that's better than ninety percent of superhero romantic interest out there. Which is good. She she definitely provides a 
it, not necessarily motivation because he he has established the motivation he has for going after Ajax is he wants to get his face fixed. Well, yeah, but he kind of wants his face fixed so he for can her. go back to her. Yeah. yeah, right. But but she also provides the time limit, which yes. I think is important. And because they have such good chemistry together, and because the origin story does a good job of not just not just telling us oh he got tortured and now he got his powers, but setting up the relationship between them. Yeah, um, it feels realistic that despite how sarcastic and nonchalant he is about everything else that mm-hmm. he would genuinely care about trying yeah. to save her. I will say, I don't really like the moments up to him meeting her. Like when we have him, I, I kind of like the scene in the apartment and the way it kind of turns around on things, but the way they kind of feel like they're playing with kid gloves with that does bug me. The fact that he doesn't kill the guy, the fact that he's like, I ain't taking a babysitter's money. I feel like those are not things that, Deadpool of the comics would do. He would right. totally take a babysitter's yes. money and he would totally kill that guy. Yeah. So it, it just doesn't quite work for me. And I don't really like this mercenary bar that doesn't really exist for a purpose. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a fan of, I guess I just like TJ Miller. Yeah, that's fair. He's I mean, right. it's a little hard to do these days because of uh, <clears throat> certain allegations, but you know, didn't hear about that. Oh yeah. I thought, yeah, uh, that's why he's not on the IT crowd anymore, or whatever show he had. Didn't know any of that. Yeah. But uh, I'll say that I thought his character was funny I mean, he's in funny. this movie. I mean, whatever, yeah, right. whatever his personal life is, which if he has done naughty things, we do not condone those naughty things. But in this movie, he's funny. I enjoy him in the movie. And yeah. It felt like he was just playing himself. I feel like he consistently yeah. plays himself a lot. That is something I will say. It he, felt like a toned down version of himself, though, yeah. which I appreciated. He definitely doesn't feel like the weasel of the comics, who is genuinely terrified of Deadpool as one would be because he might just haul off and kill you for no reason because yeah. it was mm-hmm. funny to him at the moment. But, you know, you're he's kind of missing that aspect of it. And I, I wish that there was a little more of that. He It just would be more interesting than what even someone who doesn't know T.J. Miller from much feels like just this guy is just being T.J. Miller. I think the mercenary bar serves as the place where Wade Wilson can be comedic before becoming Deadpool. Yeah. And that's really all it serves. But it, it does its job well, and we don't spend too much time there yeah. th- enough that we get sick of it or anything. It just rubs me wrong in that they are trying to hero up him. Like, I, I don't really care for that aspect of it. Are, are, are there not comics where he is heroed up? I'm not like, I know there's plenty where he gets like way darker, but are there not ones that are tame similar to this movie? Uh, I don't know if there are. I haven't read them. Um, the ones that I have read, he is, he is a lot. He's the character we I've talked about repeatedly already. <laughs> yeah. What I will say is that I think that he did get a lot more exaggerated and less interesting, honestly, once he got super, super popular. I think that he became a little more common denominator after that. Following his formula. Did he become too much of the lol random? Yeah, that's more the direction that I would say it took from from what I saw. Um, but, you know, still, I think he's still a fun character and still a funny character, I, I which is, you know, why I'm looking forward to the sequel. Um, I think that proving that this works like this movie did which is what it really needed to do so playing it safe was probably the right decision um but i think that what that has shown people is that hey you can make money by making an r-rated an actually r-rated superhero movie and whereas logan took that in a more uh dramatic angle i am thinking that you can do something interesting with that from a comedic angle yeah which is hopefully what deadpool 2 will be do you think they'll bring in his whole secondary voice in his head to bounce jokes off of him? I could see that being a thing that they do. It just depends on if that's the direction they want to take it. And that would also be kind of difficult to do from a movie standpoint, just yeah. because you don't have the, you know, two things to separate it there. Well, and and I think that they that he uses the audience for that in this movie. I'd agree with that, yeah. He he bounces his jokes off of the fourth wall, essentially. And I think that's what, what uh in a way ryan reynolds big strength is in this movie of he can be deadpool without it ever becoming annoying because i think a lot of us uh who remember when deadpool was really at the height of his um popularity can remember you know there were people that just thought deadpool was the funniest thing and would try to imitate that style of humor and the lol chimichangas yeah yeah i mean it's it's the same kind of annoying as the kid who does the naruto run through the hallways (laughs) exactly they you if you don't if you aren't referencing something and making it interesting in a clever way you're just making the reference and that's all that the like scary movie movies do and everyone knows that those are legendarily terrible because all they do is reference the thing without actually making any kind of statement or joke around it right it's just 
hey, there's this thing. You right, remember how sense. that was funny? You should <laughs> laugh at us remembering that that was funny. Exactly. And so, you know, uh, I think that it is a real testament to how good Ryan Reynolds is at doing what he does, that this movie never gets to that point in any way. Like, it's never yeah. annoying. It is always genuinely funny. Well, and, and speaking to the comedy, I think another thing that works so well in this movie is that they don't just use the dialogue for comedy. They use the cinematography. They yes. use the slow motion and the CG. They use the music. One of the things that one of the first things that struck me was was the music. Because, yes. again, in that slow motion, uh, in that slow motion sequence at the very beginning, what's the song playing? It's, uh, so Call Me Angel or something yes. like that. Yeah. I don't know the actual name of the song. Completely but, inappropriate, but yeah, it's, right. the, it's But it's awesome in that moment of, of yeah. that. that of it's fantastic. That and then later on, when they're playing "X Gonna Give It to You" and their entrance, <laughs> there's no better entrance music than "X Gonna Give It to You." That's just that's just fact. Everyone knows it. <laughs> it, it. It works so well, but but I like that. I like that they they utilize all of the different aspects of filmmaking and delivering the comedy in this movie. Absolutely, it's extremely polished. Yeah, uh, it's. It's just it's incredibly well made and and I think it's important in superhero movies because like I mean you've said it multiple times but it had to be good yes it, it had to prove that R-rated superhero movies could work yes that they, they you weren't gonna get a lot of shots at that with the way the market works I no. mean R-rated movies are already hard to get made as it is you have to really show that um, that that this can make money that I mean that's that's a sad fact but. You know, that is a big part of that is the biggest part of why movies get made is to make money. Yeah, they're financial so, investments above anything else. Exactly. And so if no matter how good your movie is, if it doesn't make money, you aren't going to get to make more of them. But especially if it's a bad movie, it's not going to have nearly the opportunity to make more money. Well, and I feel like we lucked out in that Deadpool and Logan were the first two. Like, yes, the, the first two at bats and we got two home runs. Well, Wait, wasn't, yeah, Watchmen was R-rated, but that's a sort of special case. That's kind of niche. Yeah. Are we talking about, like, recent or any of them? Because, I mean, um, there was The Crow. There were, there was yeah. Punisher. I mean, more in the sense of, Mainstream like, superheroes. Well, mainstream and also, you know, widely known and also, because um, there is also, like, Blade and that kind of thing. But those were more, you know, early 2000s, 90s. And, you know, after, yeah, after Spider-Man, I feel like, you know, we kind of moved in a mostly a nicer, you know, PG-13 way. And most movies have in that way. It it feels like a lot of those previous ones came out before superhero was its own genre. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And the the other thing is that, you know, I feel like the Dark Knight uh, movies set the tone for like, this is as dark as you can get. Like this is, this is the, the Nolan Batman. Yeah. This yeah. is the, the bleak side of things. Look and, how grimy everything is. Exactly. And those movies are still PG 13. So anyone yeah. can kind of go see it. Which, and, most and comparing it can. to this one, this is darker in a lot of ways, but it is not grimy. No, like, not it, at all. It, it is thing. not as, it's, it's not as broody. It's a comic book movie, but it's not a superhero. No, movie. but I mean, it's grimy. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's grimy as hell. It's got that grime all up in it. Anyway, <laughs> all that to say that I think that I'm glad that this movie is as good as it is. Yes. Uh, and more than just a I am entertained by it and I think it's fun to watch. Uh, but I also think that it it gives us more opportunities for new and different stories to be told mm-hmm. within this genre. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think that's important. Yeah. Lo- Logan is still one of my favorite movies from the past however many years. Yes. Like absolutely. it's still blows my mind when i watch it Mm -hmm. and that wouldn't have been possible without deadpool being the success that it was i think so yeah that x-men cross at the end is the best oh it would have been too on the nose if a child wasn't doing it right yeah but just yeah it just works yes um you guys want to get into final thoughts of deadpool do you have anything else that you want to bring up i kind of just want to talk about logan for a while can we do that no, but if you're interested in hearing our thoughts on Logan, we do have a Logan podcast. Feel free to check that out on our website, opinionatedpodcast.com. You're supposed a little to do cross that part promotion there. After the, the final well, thoughts. Well, you're supposed to give me my lead-ins after we do final thoughts. So harumph. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do final thoughts. Go first. <laughs> uh it's a it's a it's a fun movie, man. Mm-hmm. Uh it's it's also a very well-made movie. Uh that being said, it is also not a kid-friendly movie. Um 
There's no. there's a, a good amount of raunch in this. Uh, <laughs> Fair. <laughs> a good amount of raunch. There is. The next raunch time I go to Subway, I'm going to tell them, hey, put a good amount of raunch on that. A little raunch, please. Would you say it's more raunchy than Catwoman the movie? Haven't seen Catwoman the movie. So, yes. Maybe Keep we should it that have, way. Maybe we should have watched that. I don't want to. Not in preparation for Deadpool 2. There's a good amount of raunch in this. There's tons of language and violence and all this and that. It earns its R rating. It's not for kids, but it is it is fun. Um, That being said, it it, it's not as fun as the first time I watched it. Unfortunately, Um, yeah, Yeah, I'll give you that. The the shock value of some of its jokes has worn off because I know the punchlines, and especially in shock value jokes, that that's a little more detrimental than than other styles of comedy. It's still it's still a lot of fun, and I enjoyed yeah. watching it with you guys. Um, I think my least favorite part of the movie has got to be uh, the villain. Uh, Ajax is just he's pretty bland. That's not to say that he doesn't have some cool fight scenes or some cool scenes in general with with Deadpool, but that's not because of who his character is. That's because the movie is well made or the script is well written. Um, I wanted a more interesting villain. Uh, and I hope and and from everything that I've seen, it looks like Cable is a much more interesting villain. Cable looks legit, and so I'm. He's an he, adversary. He's not a villain. A lot of times they're actually he is working together. They actually he, have had I, a I know, comic I know series that. called I know, Cable sorry. and Deadpool. So. I know that. Let me rephrase. Cable looks like a much more interesting antagonist. Yes. I don't even know. Is he going to be the antagonist? Yeah, because oh. Deadpool is trying to protect a kid who is somehow needs to be killed. No. Oh. That actually says, sounds really says interesting. Cable. I was not aware of yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for this. Cable's from the future, and he's like, this kid's gotta die. Calling anyway, it right now, though. Children. Calling it right now, though, they're going to be kind of at each other's throats for a while, but by the end of the movie, they're going to work together to take yes. down the bad guy. The actual bad guy. Sure. I, I don't know, but Cable at least looks interesting. Yes. And uh, after having Thanos, I'm really interested in seeing Josh Brolin in more yes. uh, superheroes. That, yeah. so, so yes so and after all that discussion my least favorite part of the movie is ajax yeah uh my favorite part of the movie has to be ryan reynolds man mm-hmm. he nails it uh and not only does he nail the role but he is the reason this movie was made i mean he does kind of seem like he wants to nail deadpool so oh uh, he nails he would nail just about anything in this movie <laughs> deadpool has yeah <laughs> um he's ryan reynolds is the reason that this movie got made and the reason that it's as good as it is uh he he is the perfect person for this part, and he fought to let it be the rating it should be. Who would you have cast if Ryan Reynolds was not available out of two other people? I don't think there's anyone I would cast. Like, I think you'd have to just go with some unknown because I can't think of anyone that would pull it off. Josh Gad and Charlie Day. Oh. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh. I like that. Charlie Day, Charlie Day could be Weasel. I could see him pulling off Weasel. I could Weasel. see him being Weasel. No, those are not serious uh, choices. Um, I want Danny DeVito to be the voice inside his head. I want, Danny, <laughs> I want Danny DeVito to be Cable. Let's just have the entire <laughs> cast of It's Always Sunny do this. Dennis can be can be Deadpool. That sounds like something they do in the show. Like, instead of trying to recreate Lethal Weapon, they try and recreate Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. It'd be funny. And they'd fight over who got to be Deadpool. Like, they'd switch the costume halfway through. Mm-hmm. I could see it. Yeah, that so, fits. Overall, a lot of fun. Definitely worth watching if you don't mind a lot of the crude humor and raunch. There were some people in the theater that walked out with their kids when they did not... Somehow kept not realizing what this movie not was Not reading all... There were literally warning signs all over the Ryan theater Reynolds when I went to go see. tells you this is not a kid's movie. Yeah. At the trailers. beginning. Yeah. yeah. No. It is their own fault for not paying attention. Um, but yeah, no, it, like or maybe their kids just couldn't handle it because they're weak. I mean, I no, I, I say that to say that there are definitely plenty of people that this movie would not be entertaining for. No, um, <laughs> mom, please don't see Deadpool. No, my mother will never like this movie. Do you don't think she like the baby hand? And my mom will probably think less of me for liking this movie. <laughs> but that's but that being said, I still enjoy it. Sorry, mom. I mean, my mom loves me no matter what I do, so it's okay. Well, aren't you special? <laughs> no, I'm mostly just better than my siblings. <laughs> I think Comparatively. Who, who I'm pretty sure also listen to this podcast, mm-hmm. so I've alienated at least half our audience. <laughs> uh, I give it four out of five baby hands. All right. Brian, why don't you go next? I share a lot of the same, uh, same sentiments Josh does. Probably villain definitely the weakest. Hmm. I think the weakest taking joke during the whole thing was his weird upside down, did I leave the 
iron on yeah did i leave the oven on it was a little too softball for me like Mm. i get there going for the wacky right i don't know that does feel in character with lol random deadpool yeah but yeah like where they'll be shooting bullets at him and he'll break dance or something like (laughs) i don't care (laughs) yeah 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 i feel i feel like that joke could have worked if he'd also thrown out like six other super softball ones at the same time trying to like does this land does this land does this land and then at the end of them all of them being like ah screw it like (laughs) if he was actively doing that to a villain to annoy him that'd be fine yeah which he does with the ajax a lot but yes it was weird for them to spend all that money for that upside down joke for him to just turn towards the camera and give me a a c-grade one-liner right yeah yeah um i think they covered the character pretty well Make him really wacky. Make him pretty Ryan Ryan Reynoldsy, mm-hmm. Reynolds Ryany. <laughs> um, what else can I say about this movie? If you had to pick something to be your favorite, I like the way that they animated his mask. I was really wondering how they would do that when this movie came out. Like, would they just have him have a normal mask? Would they have it be? He's very expressive. Yeah, even even with the eyes, it, it kind of made me think of like. Spider-Man Homecoming Spider-Man. Like, it's very is, expressive. Is Spider-Man's eyes really expressive in Homecoming? Yeah. I know that he can squint. Yeah, they, they do a good job with like, CG. Yeah. They, I, I watched, I forget if it was a uh, Every Frame of Painting or some analysis video of it, but they were like, if you if you look at all the other Spider-Mans and several other superhero movies, those dudes are constantly pulling their masks off, and it's yeah. because it's really hard to get emotion out of a mask. Yeah. And so... In Spider-Man Homecoming and in Deadpool, they do a really good job of just it. Who cares how the eyes work? It, they emote and they do it's a really good job of it. It's weird to me that Tony never made a, a sass helmet for himself to be able to like raise a robot eyebrow. <laughs> <guy for hour. laughs> mm-hmm. That's a good point. <laughs> Although he does like just kind of open the thing and talk to people a lot, yeah. so maybe that he's just like, nah, I don't need my mask to do it. I can just yeah. do it with Plus my own face. Plus, everyone knows who he is anyway. So. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm Iron Man. So I I really like his mask. I, I like them doing the traditional, like, him learning how to sew to make his costume throughout <laughs> yes, the... Yes, uh, that was funny. Uh-huh. everyone has to learn how to make their costume. I wish they'd thrown a Spider-Man reference in there, though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He used to do that a lot. Like Especially with how close a... those two are tied. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So so is, is the costuming your favorite part? Yeah, just for the sake of, like, not going over stuff that you guys are go- have gone over, I'll go with costume. Okay. Okay. What's your final rating? Four out of five. Solid four out of five um, fourth wall breaking jokes. Okay. <laughs> four out of five walls broken. Mm-hmm. I like that ever since Chris has left, I've finally gotten my wish of us all just basically making up whatever we want for our for our Dang government, <laughs> our rating system. <laughs> did he not like everyone? No, he, he hated it whenever I did that. So would he make it up when he would say I would something usually try everyone to everyone would want to? I would usually try to not go first so mm-hmm. that I could change whatever it is. And yeah, Chris anyway. was Chris was the stern father of the podcast. Sometimes a stickler, a tickler. For I feel like that was the bin- binge's role, really. You know, kind of distant. He doesn't feel very stern. Smells vaguely of alcohol. <laughs> Cries a lot. I, I see. I don't remember the podcast you're talking about. <laughs> Was this when we watched? Was this when we watched the early Fast and Furious movies? No, that was me. That was, <laughs> that crying, was yeah. that was me crying and smelling <laughs> and, of alcohol, and drowning your sorrows. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this movie. Let's talk about Deadpool. Um, my favorite part of this movie is probably the relationship between uh, Deadpool and Vanessa. I it like is not a thing from the comics at all, but I just really like it. It's it's really it holds the movie together for me in a way that I think stands out in a a comedy that like this movie is. Um, villain is an obvious target to, to, you know, take a shot at as far as, um, things that don't work in the movie, but, uh, I can't really think of anything else. Yeah. Yeah. I can't really think of anything else that really doesn't work. He is the only significant flaw in the movie. Um, but I do feel like, well, that and the fact that they play a little safe with Deadpool in my opinion. Um, so those two things being the only things that I can think of really, I'm going to leave this at a, I'm going to call this. 3.75? 3.75? Four bags of Coke and the cure for blind and cures for blindness. I've messed You're that up. You're really off. stretched yeah, blah, 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 for that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I'm going to give this four bags of cocaine and four cures for blindness. So it's eight, <laughs> out, eight of, out of five out of five. Yes. Oh boy. <laughs> no, it's Highest actually, rating. <laughs> no, it's actually a four out of five because it's a really good movie, but it does have flaws. And I genuinely hope that the next movie can improve on what is here because what here, what is here is really, really good, but there is room for improvement. Well, you know what else is really, really good, but probably has room for improvement. <laughs> Not our podcast because our podcast is perfect. Perfect. You know what else is perfect? <laughs> Our podcast. That, that, well, that's what was perfect. <laughs> you know what else is that perfect? Was the no. <laughs> You can find more of our podcasts on our, our perfect podcast on our website, opinionatedpodcast.com. Additionally, we're on social media at opinioncast on Twitter and opinionatedpodcast on Facebook. Feel free to reach out to us at our email address, opinionatedmoviereviews at gmail.com. We always love hearing from you guys, whether that's your thoughts on an episode or suggestions for what we could watch next. Uh, if you get a chance, please leave us a rating on iTunes. Between that and you sharing us with your friends, those are the best ways we have of reaching out to new listeners. As always, we appreciate you guys listening. And until next time, we're opinionated. soundboard of everyone so whenever someone's missing we could just throw in an extra like yeah i like that <laughs> i agree with you and today that, we would get, that would get abused so much <laughs> yes yes yeah and today i'm here with robo ryan <laughs> i hated this movie because it had superheroes and wasn't sad, 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 sad. today Bro we are man. watching aliens 4 rick man i love the aliens in this movie <laughs> no no i no no man this was great man this was great